Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, that's good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is your host, James P. Friel. I am happy that you guys are here with us today. Uh, we have a very cool guest here today who's going to uh, add a lot of value to those of you guys who are trying to do anything with video and your own marketing and how you uh, promote yourself and all that other stuff. Um, talented guy that I happen to know personally. Um, but before we get to him, I would very much like to welcome to the studio, riding in on his white noble steed, the one, the only, Mr. Dean Holland. Whoa, there we go. How are you doing, James? We are here. <laughs> Great. Sorry, you and the, uh, the horse. The noble steed nearly just kept going straight past the microphone. I had to uh, slow it down there. <laughs> you just like, had to pull back on the reins. Right. Yeah. Slow it down. Slow it down. Yeah, that's amazing. So one of the questions I've been wanting to ask you about the steed situation <laughs> Do you do you remain seated on the steed during the the episode, or how does that work? Do you dismount? Like, what happens? I tend to dismount, but uh, only to rest myself. Well, the uh, the seated <laughs> right. position upon the noble steed isn't always uh, isn't always a kind one. <laughs> That's right. Oh my god! Well, uh, Dal and Need, welcome to the show, man. I don't know what you got yourself into. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I was like, man, what's what kind of animal am I coming on? And like maybe a polar bear or something. Wow. Yeah. First animal that came to mind. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone would have back. suspected straight. Yeah. No, he's, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad uh, I'm glad we're doing this virtually because I don't know that I'd be like on my game if I was fearing for my life by being mauled by a polar bear. <laughs> or or a, a white steed. Yeah. Or a, yeah. a black steed. Either way, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it, yeah, you're welcome. It's great. It's great to have you, man. So, um, so I think one of the things that um, I'm really excited to talk about with you is how you use video to create connection. And a lot of people are talking about, you know, how you need to, you know, have video, you know, on, on your website and on your funnel and, you know, all over your social and everything like that. And everyone's like, oh, you got to do video. And it's like, okay, cool. But I think everybody recognizes the difference between video that connects with you and video that inspires you and like produces emotion. And all those things, and that really creates a lasting impression versus mm -hmm. the video that you just like, you watch two seconds of and you just want to keep scrolling, right? Yeah, 100%. You and so like, go ahead. like how, how do you create that video that's going to be like the compelling hook? Great question. Oh, straight in there, isn't he? No warm up. Yeah. Nothing. Just yeah, straight in. I, just, right I don't know. I, I'm no messing around. Selfishly, I've been wanting to ask Dylan that question. Did I come off too strong? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's so noisy out there. And like the credible thing is we can all go live, right? On on Facebook, on our on our phones, and we we put so many videos out there, but I think there's a difference between just going live and sharing some thoughts, which is great, but having an intent based like focus and but a story based focus approach to video is key and not just like the quick little moments, but it'll be in a little bit more in depth. Cause I think where, uh, especially moving forward, as we get more online entrepreneurs, more people trying to launch and grow businesses, the thing that's going to set us apart are those willing to actually share their stories that of their personal stories. 
And so I, I'm personally like, I'm a storyteller first and like video, like I tell stories by way of video. And so to me, using video to connect to audiences, that connection happens when there's that emotional piece that's set up. And then when those listening or watching or reading your story can consume it and see themselves in the shoes of that character, which is you, or maybe it's another customer you're sharing about, then that's where I think true marketing and conversion happens, you know, trap, you know, all those amazing marketing things. Um, but the foundation piece, I believe, is building out your story and owning that story because then it then it evolves into okay, I'll create all these videos, I'll create all of uh, these marketing assets, I'll build my funnel, I'll, I'll build out my offers. But I think it's understanding owning your own story first is a key part of the process. Let's circle back now. Because <laughs> we did go right into it. We did. <laughs> Where did this come from for you? Like, when did you realize that one, you were good at, you know, sharing and connecting with people like that, but then you decided you wanted to help others do it? Like, oh, was this something question. from early on? Or, or like what? It did start early on. You know, I I grew up in Seattle and I was an incredibly shy kid. I was the youngest of four. So I was kind of like the runt of the family. I mean, now I'm not. I'm, I'm definitely like the, the steed of the family. But uh, no. I like how you <laughs> immediately correct. I know. Me. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's ch- I've got two older brothers. <laughs> wait so. a minute. Up until one second ago, I believe that. Now I don't. <laughs> and uh, and so, I, I mean, I think there's a lot to prove. But I, I think I was kind of in the shadow of trying to f- navigate my my own journey, so to speak. And so I found it really hard to connect with people. And so I, I picked up a camera and, and, and like to me, filmmaking early on became that way that I would find connection and share stories. And it was a way that I would communicate when I didn't know how to communicate because I lacked confidence and I, I was shy, I was introverted. And I think the more I, I did that and stepped into owning my story or uh, choosing to be confident over time as I, as I got out of that bubble growing up, uh, I recognized that the more I was able to get behind and then eventually in front of the camera myself, the more I was able to understand and became more become more self-aware. But it's understanding um, what what struggles we have. Like, why aren't we publishing? Why aren't we sharing more? And uh, and it's I think it's deep rooted in, in where we came from. So yeah, like I a, a quick kind of step through a few things is. Uh, so like I did filmmaking, but I got sidetracked um, because I identified less as a filmmaker as I got into college because I was like, oh, filmmaking as a career? Is that a thing? Can you make money? I, like I had the messed up mindset of like uh, the starving artist, you know, type effect. Yeah. And yeah. and that was that dragged me down. Like I, I studied IT and graduated in IT. I, I was about to be an IT guy for my career. And uh, but I recognize and, and James, you actually you talked about the idea of identity, right? You're talking about the drummer yeah. being the drummer. Yeah. And like, that was, that was me with like IT. I was like, I can't identify as this IT person. Like this doesn't, this doesn't jive with me. Um, I was miserable. And, uh, but I, I, I finished and I started looking for, for video jobs. And that's where I landed a job um, right away with Princess Cruises. So I worked at their headquarters and I led their, their video team for communications. And uh, so I, I was there for about, three years and i was like oh i'm an entrepreneur like what am i doing um and uh and so i started kind of navigating the online world a little bit um trying to figure out how to build a business on the side and early on uh this is probably about two years ago now i got connected with julie stoyan in fact what's up julie yeah like julie so she's like 
she's like uh took me under her wing a little bit like i started producing videos for her and then uh but the first video that we produced was her origin story and and that was like a that was a huge catalyst for her like she got picked up by forbes and and helped grow her brand and then we started creating a tv show um around uh around her influence and what she's doing like create laptop life and all those things so she gave she literally like the first visit with her um she's like have you read expert secrets and i was like what what's that and she she like literally turned around and grabbed the book off the shelf like for some reason it just happened to be right next to her <laughs> and i uh, handed it over to me and that's when um click funnels was like that door into online business that i was like what what is this? I just imagine I just imagine her pulling the book off of the shelf and as soon as she hands it to him, another book, another hand from inside the shelf replaces it. <laughs> See, yeah. that's like magic. It magically appeared. And it just flies off the shelf into a hand. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what happened. So okay, so that's that's uh that's amazing. So I mean, so this this whole you know, film thing and you know, figuring out your journey and everything is like something that you've been, you know, kind of navigating for for quite a while. So and you alluded to this in what you were just talking about. What do you think are the big stumbling blocks or road roadblocks that stop people from from like sharing the way that you're talking about? Fear of judgment, hands down. Oh, there was zero hesitation. Uh, yeah, I, no I hesitation about that. This, I I know this answer because like I, I've been thinking about it so much lately because like honestly I'm trying to dissect like my my who or my dream customer. And I was like, well, what is it for me? Like, what is it for these, these people that I've been serving? Cause, cause now I've been doing it for, um, several years at least. Like I, I did it more in the, the corporate world of like executives and like, well, why aren't they publishing? Like, why are they afraid to show up on camera to publish to their employees worldwide? And, and they had to put on a persona that wasn't true to them and present mm-hmm. themselves in a very inauthentic way. And, and I think what it boils down to, you know, with all the excuses exist of like, oh, I don't look great on camera or I don't have the right camera or my story's not good enough. Like, I, I think we all have that fear of being judged and it comes in several forms. First with ourselves, we judge ourselves every single freaking day <laughs> with insecurities and like voices in our head. And then it's like, or if, what will our family think if we start sharing mm. more about about this public I think people you know, compare themselves a lot as well yeah they compare like, exactly the, comparison. like I could look at your video and be like oh screw this I'm not going to be able to do a video you know yeah. what I mean like and that's what people would would think a lot of times I think is like they, they think oh, I couldn't do this mm-hmm. like they discount themselves immediately exactly yeah exactly. Like, they, like you say it's like fear and they, like I always think we're all we're always all our our own worst critic you know, and we will always like stop ourselves doing things for these reasons. So yeah, I think, I think video to me, my experience has been with people and, and customers of ours, like video is one of the biggest fears of putting themselves out there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, and, and I recognize too, so I have a two-year-old son um, and he's starting to communicate and he's using, you know, pieces of words and it's hilarious because he's like, he mispronounces Fox and he cusses and <laughs> you know, he, it's, it's hilarious, those little things. And uh I didn't realize until just now that Dean just didn't know how to say Fox. (laughs) (laughs) You just thought he was very colorful. No, I did. All right. Okay. I look at you a little bit differently now, Dean. (laughs) We could get all of our uh, explicit ratings removed from iTunes. We just like, yeah, Fox. How How dare you? How dare you discriminate on how I say Fox? (laughs) Wildlife program. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) And uh, but but what I what I recognize with uh, with this is like, well, what point when we're young do we start to develop that fear of judgment? Because right now he's fearless. 
you know, he's mm-hmm. jumping off things. He he's so social and interacts with people. And I was like, there's a point when we're growing up that like society or peer pressure, you know, there's something that happens when all of a sudden we're afraid to be authentic and mm-hmm. to have honest conversations. Like, and I'll raise my hand to say like the birds and the bees talk, you know, like just the tips. Um, I don't think that ever happened in my life. Like my parents, I think were not willing to like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it was, honestly. Like now I I'm saying this, I'm like, I should have a conversation with them out of like, why, why'd you never have that talk? Or, or I was like 18. They're like, it's time you've learned son. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, mom, you realize that I probably learned this. Like, I don't know how many years ago. Anyways, so I, I think it's that willingness to have open and honest conversations and to um, empower other people, give them permission. Um, but oftentimes that permission has to be with, like, you know, number one, yourself. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So I guess like that that might be a good area to like look at then for, for, for I guess the listeners. So if anyone's like for anybody that is listening to this and they 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 know or they feel they they should be putting themselves out there and doing video, but they have got all these fears, like how do, what, what what would be a good tip for somebody like starting? Like what, what should be their starting point? How can they begin to put themselves out there on video with all those kind of fears? What would you say? Yeah, that's a great question. Start start simple. Um because you do have to give yourself permission. And I think that's why more than ever with our phones simply, we can just try it out. Like block a time in our calendar. It's five minutes. We get tons of reminders and we 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 go live. We share a thought. Um we share an Instagram story, you know, that's that's 15 seconds, maybe a couple minutes. Um give yourself permission that way. But even that is hard. So I think definitely building a support or like accountability community, finding the people who can like kick you in the butt and say like, you know, you got to start publishing. Cause I mean, it, we've heard it a lot. And I mean, cause we're, um, you know, we have a shared world of click funnels and like Steve Larson, for example, um, talks about like how publishing changed his life and he refused to publish initially. And I think a lot of us are in that boat where we're refusing to take that first step. And I think that first step is the hardest and uh, and start simple and small. And I and by way of podcast, right? We're just doing the audio version of this podcast versus like a video and and all these other things. And we have what are you talking that. about? Like we're in a studio yeah. with a polar bear and a steed. You are, like, you are. Yeah. Okay. Just, no, I, I, I just so everyone that. understands. You have the sound only effects. Co- I mean, I mean, not the, uh, sorry, not the sound effects, but you've got the you've got the animals making noises throughout. Like, and they can hear them in the background. It's just going. It's going on. <laughs> 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 as you were saying Del. yeah yeah are, are you are you on like Tatooine or something or yeah we don't use yeah, i'm trying to pull up my star wars words what do i know <laughs> this could take a strange turn if we go down star wars yeah. trivia road yeah that's a, that's a whole another can of worms i've never watched star wars so we can't do that you're kidding Uh-oh. me oh no i did it i went and said it didn't i no is that for real like yeah really yeah yeah what the hell, man? <laughs> it was like, you could have told me this when I asked you about doing a podcast together. Yeah, no, I, you know what? Like, I've been joking about being disappointed before with, you know, <laughs> I think I'm ju- it genuinely just happened. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know how to sort out my feelings right now. Maybe, maybe Dallin can help. <laughs> yeah, help me tell my the end of today's show. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to share my story about finding this out now. Yeah. <laughs> Any- well, well, what? Go ahead. No, 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 you jump in. Well, I'm I was going to ask um, say right for, now, for you guys. Me. 
<laughs> uh, I missed that. Say that again. I'm just saying anything that you're about to say, I promise you would be better than what was going to come out of my mouth. So you might. <laughs> if you need somebody to agree with that, let me know. <laughs> I do. I do want to hear what's going to come out of your mouth. No, not doing there- it. Nope. We'll, we'll no. Well, so, all right. So, uh, like, this this has gone out of gotten out of control. It's gone now. Yeah. No. So, here's what I want to know. So, okay. So, people pick up their phone. They start sharing something. I think most people are like, well, what what on earth do I talk about? Right. Right. I think it's a simple breakdown of hook story offer. Like, I think recently, like a lot of indoctrination from uh, from ClickFunnels, Russell. Like, that's a good way to start. But I would say simply talk about what you're up to. Um, document the journey like that can become a, a story um, and you don't have to feel like it has to there has to be the perfect hook or the perfect story or the perfect offer and you don't have to include each of those in every single post but simply just share about your day or share some some thoughts to be like oh look at what my kid just did or like you know look where where I'm at but I, I think it's getting away from just the highlights of the, the high points because uh, I think over time people will call out more people on their BS of like life isn't truly like that. So the more little moments, even if it's like um, the simple things we we like to make fun of, of like, oh, I'm, I'm eating a bowl of cereal and this is, you know, but like it's, it gets you on that first step of getting comfortable on camera and doing it in small ways. So as far as what you talk about, we just talk about your journey, like talk about what you learned or what you're working on in your business to be like, Hey, like I'm putting together this funnel and like, here's a question I have, or here's a pain point. And I think, Showing that you don't know everything is an important part. Um, and I like I know this has been a struggle for me. It's like sometimes I want to put my best self out there to be like, guys, I'm an expert at everything. So uh, I'm, I'm going to show all those expertise and things and in, in, into the world and into the public. But in all reality, it's like when we stumble and fall in front of people, that's when it's like, oh, cool. Like they do it too. So I think uh, I think the willingness just to share little pieces and just talk about what you're up to. So like the willingness of Dean to admit he's never seen Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The first step in, in like the, what is it? At the, uh, at the, I was going to say the AA pro or the, uh, yeah, the AA process or the, uh, it's admitting the first step is admitting. <laughs> the first step is admit it. You're addicted to not watching Star Wars. I guess that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm never going to let this one down. Am I? This is like the parry. No, this is, this is like this is gonna be this is gonna be like a streak, like a a black mark on your record. Right. I'm gonna have to go and watch all Star Wars movies before we next speak. Yeah, and you know what? Even that will like will help your cause, but it doesn't erase the fact that it hasn't happened right. until now. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like that's the unforgivable <laughs> sin. <laughs> the fact that it hasn't happened at this point in your life. All right. Uh, so let's actually, so it's funny we, we're talking about this because at first it made no sense and, I, and I'm going to try and make it make sense, <laughs> right? That, that whole like, that whole saga of movies, right? Star Wars, like that's been around for forever, right? Over 40 years. Um, what, what are the elements that like, because you've been in film and you like, you know, produce, produce things and, and all that. Are there elements that we can learn from like, you know, maybe it's not Star Wars, but like great movies and things like that, that could help help us see patterns on how to create engaging content. Hands down. You know, I love that you bridged this into our conversation because Dean, if you were to listen to some of my posts recently, like I'm talking all about Star Wars. And so maybe it wouldn't <laughs> no. But uh but yeah, it's uh it's really good. Like if you're familiar and we'll educate you Dean a little bit on uh, Star Wars now. But uh there's a character named Luke 
Skywalker. Okay. Any character named Obi Wan Kenobi. Start taking notes. Yeah. I 100% like I can go on and on with, with how it is applies. I mean, speaking to star Wars specifically, uh, I mean, maybe not. I mean, you can, or you, but I'm just sort of thinking, oh, are there like, yeah. are there patterns, right? That there are, that we can understand and then apply. Yeah. It's the hero's journey. You know, it's, it's the time old, like hero's journey. And, you know, Luke is simply a hero. He's got Obi-Wan who's his guide and he kicks him in the butt to go on his journey and if it's not for having a hero's guide, then the hero wouldn't go on their journey to have a desire to, you know, like, for example, Luke, um, he didn't know this initially, but he wants to destroy the empire, which is the dark side, which is the evil. And so Obi-Wan sends him on this journey, um, gives him a lightsaber, and, and like, that is the the start. And I, I think as we relate to this entrepreneurship being sent on a journey, the having mentors, having people to chase having people to model our journey after is key. Like we need our own Obi-Wans um, to hand us the tools like a lightsaber to uh, to kind of paint the map and uh, and paint the future of what can happen with our businesses um, as we destroy the dark side <laughs> of, of like our mindset of our, uh, you know, like the tools and the, the processes that we need in our business for success. And I think that's where coaching is so incredible and, and relevant to the growth of our own stories. And uh, yeah, so like Star okay, Wars so pulls out of it. So many other movies um, can be applied to our own stories. So I, I think the important thing to recognize in any movie is that you're not like watching it real time, except like, you know, like show like 24 or something like that. So they're only showing like highlights, obviously that, you know, kind of keep the story together. Can we get... Can we kind of go back to like what are the highlights or what should people be saying in their videos that cause it to be an interesting story with like where I'm just picking up some highlights versus because I've seen people get on video and they just like they don't stop talking. <laughs> and and I know that that's probably like on some level unfair because maybe they're just beginning, but but can we help them? Yes. So it's having an understanding of who you want to talk to and then what you want to get to by the end. So the people who just are talking and rambling um, are the ones who don't have a clear end in mind with their video, a clear purpose. Mm. And so to get to that purpose, which typically is that that offer at the end, that close, um, to build backwards from that is like, well, what's the story do I need to tell to guide people to emotionally understand themselves in this story? So that way they take the steps to the offer. Like it just makes complete sense. And so uh, it's great to include a hook. Oftentimes that can be as simple as, hey guys, I'm creating this video about this topic. Or you ask a question and you immediately get people to identify with that question. Like for those, you know, for those of you who are interested in, in learning about how Star Wars applies to business, then you're getting people to, uh, <laughs> to realize like, Damn. wait a minute, I like Star Wars. I identify with that. Uh, I want to learn how I can have Star Star Wars into my business. You know, that's it's a random small hook, but uh, but you want to pull people in, and then you guide them on on the story with what you talk about, and uh, and so having you don't have to be scripted by any means because that's less authentic. But having an understanding of like, well, where do I want to guide people, and uh, and how quickly do I want to get them there, and and having a clear like path too, because when you you hook them, you let's say you get them in, and then. You want to make sure you identify like by the end of this video, this is what 
you will have experience or this is what we're going to get to you identify like the end goal or that the the way that they can see what's in it for them and then you got them on that path of like well let me provide some backstory let me build some rapport with you and so you start to relate with them through your own personal experiences of the pains you had with um with this offer before you discovered this perfect solution i mean we're being kind of high level i guess with that but versus specific examples but it's uh, as far as like the clear structure to a well-rounded video as it applies to entrepreneurs is to definitely have that clear focus on you pull people in, you guide them uh, along the path as a clear purpose on the end, and you include a little story that kind of ties the bow together. So how did... So speaking awesome. of story, so, Len, so, th- so this is another thing that I always uh, find with some customers of ours. Um, how, can, how do people... What what advice or do you have any advice? Like, what advice would you give to like people? How do you, how do they find their stories to be able to talk about them? Like, what like a lot of people? I I always think like a lot of people perceive their lives, and sometimes maybe they are like they have boring lives, perhaps. <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't really have any stories to share. Like, like where does somebody begin with that side of things? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, there's a process. I, I well, go ahead. No, I say, and I do try to. Great question. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> try, try. Uh, there's a process I, I call story therapy. Um, and it sounds like really like woo woo a little bit. But uh, what I see as is like our ability to understand, to document and to publish and share our stories is therapeutic. And the more we can do that, honestly, the the more we can really own our story and then own our business own you know, the, our platform and, and message. And so by doing that, what we need to do is kind of go through like three different steps, so to speak, of story sharing. Um, and, and for like we discover, we document, but um, the story sharing process begins with sharing it with ourselves first. That's the easiest to do. And many of us do that in the form of journaling. Um, you know, journaling sometimes happens just on Facebook or maybe it's like an impersonal diary or journal. Uh, we can document it in the form of podcasts, but a lot of times it starts privately that we start to kind of develop stories in our head. Um, they would tell ourselves we document things. We start writing down, but it begins privately. And then it begins with the next step of like more of like loved ones or close friends, those who we trust on a more of a still of a private level. And, uh, and we share stories through, through that way. And we begin to understand more and we get more comfortable sharing the hard stories and the good stories. And, uh, and then we go to a public level, like, which is like that next big, step and uh, when we get that public level that's when we're actually like we're fully into being comfortable with sharing stories again and again because we have um grown to to understand um like and be more self-aware of of the stories that got you know lead us forward and the stories that hold us back from momentum um and, uh, and so like, I think that's, it's really those three steps and, and sometimes too, people are thrown into the fire of starting with the public sharing first and then, but they still build backwards, um, from that. Um, and then like that comes in the form of the thing of like a Tony Robbins event where people get put on the spot and all of a sudden they have to get vulnerable quick. And so it's like, that's that public area where they're given permission to share. And then what they do is then dissect it. And revisit that story on a more private level with a loved one or friend, and then on a on a private level, and and kind of go through that looped cycle of uh, of story sharing. So, I think uh, I think the key is to really just practice, practice, practice at understanding and documenting our stories um, in those three forms. 
That's pretty cool. So there's like, you don't have to like go big public with it first is what you're saying. Like, try it out. Yeah. Try it out. Yeah. Like, and, and there's plenty of like, you know, I'll bring up Julie again, just cause um, it's relevant in my mind. Like there are stories that we have even documented on video that have never been shared that are very personal to her. Cause we're trying kind of a little, a more deep personal approach that, um, that we have documented, right? Like she shared it, like some stories I feel like she, she hasn't really shared with too many people. But it's one of those things that's like, oh, it's the timing's not right. But we have it documented, so it's shelved. Um, and and that's kind of what we have to do is like whether we, you know, a lot of us love writing, um, incredible writers um, out there, or you know, you guys have incredible voices uh, for for radio and faces for radio and video at that. But uh, <laughs> I gotta I gotta not dig a hole for myself. <laughs> and uh, and so it's it's understanding like you know what what area of like content creation um, fits us best and how can we document our storytelling that way, our stories that way, and then go through those those stages and recognize like, okay, as I build up my bank of stories, what stories fit well in like, am I ready to share them now or should I shelf them um, and just have them in the library? And maybe they just become a personal history um, piece that never gets shared and only with family. So I think, uh, but but it, there's an incredible thing that like our personal journey and stories, uh, especially now more than ever, uh, help us build businesses in a unique way. Meaning like I came from the corporate world and being honest and open could happen, but in, in very private levels with like good friends. But like, you know, like you're not going to go and start talking about uh, religion or politics super heavily with your coworkers the same way that you maybe can in uh, with other entrepreneurs or friends that you build up in in this space. So I think it's recognizing that we have an opportunity to be more honest and vulnerable um, on all three of these levels uh, to help build our businesses, but also build our personal lives as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I realize though why you're really here on this show now. Almost 30 minutes in, I realized you're here just to simply build up some sort of pressure and suspense for these lost tapes of Julius (laughs) Dwayne. I love that. That's such a good hook. Yeah, like we have them and they're in the vault. Oh, man. And you can't have them and everyone's like, no, we must have them. Anyway, um, so so Dallin, um, I think that I think that last thing was really cool to share because I think that's that's a. something that gets in a lot of people's way because they feel like, oh man, the first time I'm like sharing any of this, I have to share it to the world instead of like actually just taking a step back and be like, all right, I'm going to like think through it myself. I'm like, share it with my friends. Like, and you kind of like let it radiate out. You know, here's, mm-hmm. here's like something that I, I would always say to people as well. So like for the benefit of anyone listening that that is sort of approaching, starting to put stuff out there, like there is a high probability when you first start putting things out that hardly anyone will see it. Like, so you build up all this pressure of starting to put yourself out there. And like more often than not, when you first do like your stuff really isn't that good. And like, you have to be okay with that. Cause like, when I look back, like I could show you, like, in fact, I will one day, I know we can't bring it up now, but like I found my first ever video that I published online. It was in 2009 and it's like even completely blurred and fuzzy because I didn't even know like how to focus like this little camera that I had. And I'm just so nervous and I'm like swallowing constantly because my throat's dry and I'm scared. But now like 
it's actually good that I can look back and show that now, you know, and, and see that now. And because, and like, that's what I always come back to in these kind of scenarios is like, you normally have to be okay with the fact that a, you're not going to be that good when you do things for the first time and you have like, and that's fine. But like for me with video and, and audio and any of that realm that we're talking about, like you genuinely do get better with practice and the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And like, even the same with what we just said, darling, a minute ago, like with, with like telling your stories and finding your stories, it gets easier the more you do it. Right. It does. And that's yeah. like that. Like, I don't, I don't personally think in, in the realm of like people putting themselves out there and doing video and telling their stories, this whole concept, like, I don't think anything can really beat just getting going and getting started. And so like, yeah, hopefully people just push themselves with it. I, I think that's a great message. Um, completely. Like you just, you got to be okay being at the beginning. And, um, you know, I've told, I've told the drumming story before and I won't get into it now, but when I started drumming, like I was so bad. Yeah. You guys. Next time I come over, I'm still like, expecting like, the, uh, the Phil Collins drum section. <laughs> Actually, I've been working on that. I'm pretty sure I got that now. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, you got to be like, it's like, Hey, you know, just because you're really good at something doesn't mean you're good right. at everything else and everything, everything is its own unique skill. And I think that's, um, you know, one of my big takeaways from, you know, down what you brought up about, you know, sharing and, you know, creating that connection and picking which, which things to talk about and everything else like that. Um, so, um, well, I, I think this has been amazing. Um, I think we're about ready to wrap it up. Dallin, is there anything that, um, is there a place where people go find out more about you, um, you know, work with you, like that sort of thing? Yeah, of course. Uh, I love storytelling, obviously, <laughs> through video. And there's actually a service called an origin story video service. Um, uh. that's, that's where entrepreneurs can step in. They can discover, own, and publish their stories, their origin story of why they started their business. And it becomes cinematic becomes beautiful and it gets them featured and and famous in in all the right ways as an entrepreneur and influencer so uh originstoryvideo.com that's where you can learn more of uh what i'm up to and what i love doing with uh with video yeah. awesome um dean any parting thoughts well of i'm wisdom? not sure if it's wisdom but uh i'm gonna go and watch uh star <laughs> star wars i need to say star oh my god you can't even you remember star trek so it just would have completely oh my gosh i'm i'm Shut up! This is a this is a this <laughs> right, is a train this is just wreck completely now. Completely gone. We just lost half our listeners. It's just everybody's left. This is just absurd. Well, Dallin, it turns out you were here on the last <laughs> right. episode. <laughs> <laughs> what a and good shortly after not. they stopped recording, they broke up and never recorded again, <laughs> citing differences over Star Wars. Um, well, <laughs> that's really amazing. Anyway. Thank you guys for listening. Dallin, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks, Dean, uh, it's time to go take your noble steed out for watering. So we'll let you go. Um, uh, make sure you guys are subscribing. Thank you all you guys who are listening on a regular basis. And tell everybody about us. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.